This episode brought to you by Brass Ring Brewery and Stay Frosty, Grand Rapids. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Garage Gym PT Podcast. Uh, sitting with you, as always, is David Farwick and Lou Follencamp. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Good to be here. Uh, David and I are not recording back in Dayton and uh, Cincinnati today. Actually, in fact, we are up in the Grand Rapids, Michigan, enjoying the tasty brews of Brass Ring. Yeah, it's a very unique uh, pub ale style place. So if you hear some background noise or somebody requests another beer, that that's what's up. That would be me, which is, is absolutely delicious. Uh, no, guys, but we hope you guys enjoyed our last discussion on upper back strengthening. Uh, today, what Dave and I are going to do is discuss red flag physical therapists. Uh, you might know these therapists as uh, dogmatic, where it's one way or the highway. They prey on the fears of their patients in order to make uh, dollars, as opposed to having a conversation and actually relating the goals. Well, I mean, there's a few different ways to look at this, but... Or it's like a guru mentality that doesn't follow science. Yeah, we're... And it's like prescribing to a specific school of thought without bending or relenting. Exactly. The dogma. The dogma. I think that in, in the world that we live in today, we have to be fluid with the ever-renewing... Well, you know, constant changing in research and data and, you know, changing Finding in evidence-based practice. We can't always be set in the 1980s where spinal flexion uh, is the, the devil. Information, you know, we need to be smarter than that, folks. And research we need to be smarter data. than that. Yeah, guys, sometimes the old ways are best, but if you're not willing to bend your opinion based upon new evidence, this is a where spinal flexion is the devil. definitely what I call a red flag. Um, need to be smarter than that. But folks. I guess like let's kind of just go through like some that. of like the general yeah, archetypes. Yeah, sometimes the old ways are best, but if you're not willing to the the patterns I guess that you see from certain people that are definitely definitely red flags. I guess to start and lead it off, one of the most prolific therapists out there right now. You can look at Squat University. The patterns I guess that you see very systematic and similar approach to every single person that watches Squat. I guess to start and lead it off, one of the most you'll notice he does some form of hip internal or hip external rotation test. Very blames it immediately on that approach to every single person he basically Squat. Put his explanation into a science that has been outdated and has been not necessarily consistent with the regressions and evidence-based practice. Basically, I may even call this like a like a system therapist, where it's a use my system to get better, selling like one product or something similar to a large number of people. I may even call so anytime that you guys see this type of like a person, where it's a use my this is inherently meant to make. Uh, money like through a massive quantity of people to a large number uh, of people the inherent downsides so of it are there's no personalization like person. there's extrapolation forward this based upon what you've seen with other people money and it kind of just glumps that pumps you into a uh, uh the inherent a larger of mass of people and while that's good it's also not individual forward based upon what you've seen with other people i think he might also be described as like a quick fix Punch you type of therapist a, too, where he'll do a bunch of test retest to show you that it got better in one session. And while that's good, it's also yep. not individual. And that's also why you need to look at what he he will use and back up. And what he says like is a quick like more modern science. 
type of but therapy. If you look at who is, do a bunch of you know, publishing that got out is in one session. Predatory yep. journals that are actually publicizing what he is worth. So not necessarily credible resources, in my opinion. But if you look at who is, you know, publishing. It's like even when you get down to like the basics of the, the intercession uh, dynamics, right? So if you do like your test retest, it really doesn't matter. What you do after you retest somebody, the like fact when you that get you down did to like anything the for them is going to yield a positive result because they think that something's being uh, done. Dynamics, right? Correct. So if you so get if somebody you out of a like car and you test hip intraarterial rotation, it's going to be tight by what nature of them being in a car, not because you did something positive to affect change. For them, it's going to yield a positive result because they kind of leading off on another. So if you get somebody out of a car and you test hip intraarterial rotation, it's going to be tight by nature of them being in a car, not because you did something positive. I think the manual only therapist is probably somebody to. Uh, discuss here real quick uh, so yeah. we can take a look at volume. So it's just like anybody who's going to claim that like so their hands-on approaches or like their system of just you manipulating of. you or doing soft tissue and that's it. Would be another good one. Is uh, I think the manual on that list is probably somebody to uh, like you've heard me kind of say it in the past. The first word in physical therapy is physical. So it's just like anybody who's tired job of the therapist when they put hands on you, like there's the downregulate pain signals so that you can actually do something to help yourself. That's like we do not fix you. Bottom line, we help regulate the pain so you can fix yourself. Like you've heard me kind of say in the past, physical therapy is physical. What was the old uh, APTA, the, job the science of, of healing, the art of caring? Just to downregulate the pain signal so that you can actually... Small window of opportunity. You improve you we then. We do not fix you, bottom line. Yeah, and we're not there all the we time. regulate the pain mm -hmm. so you can so like, fix yourself. By nature of them drawing like reliance on themselves, this is definitely what somebody to avoid. APTA, mm -hmm. uh, in, in my opinion, a lot of times this is what like separates us from chiropractic care. They want to see you once a month or once a week you improve the entirety of the year for some... Yeah, we're not there all the amount of time. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're asking for nature of you know six like weeks of your time to really teach you some definitely somebody to avoid tools to help heal yourself. Uh, in, exactly. in my opinion, put the ball in your court. What, like separates us from chiropractic care. Give you the tools to be self-sufficient or strong. for some. Yeah, I mean, like this. This can include like the guy who's over the top about dry needling. Six weeks of therapist who feels like they can manipulate one joint or feel segments move. All, all of these the things have just been court. disproven through large systematic reviews that, like, in isolation, they do not help strong at all to regulate yeah, pain. I mean, like, this, this can include, and like, if you actually the guy look into the research, a lot of the, the modalities that these guys like, will preach and help to create these changes are really the most effective when combined with exercise. So, dry needling plus exercise, manipulation plus exercise, etc. Or even at like the base level, like when you get down to just a lot of these, which is the most effective, ten times out of ten, it's exercise alone. And like there's marginal gain after that. So, but that doesn't mean that like one can't make the other more effective and have a larger effect size. Or even at like the base level, like when you get down to just which is the most effective, ten times out of ten, it's exercise alone. I think that sometimes people and get so focused like on the manual therapies after that. that we forget having a great exercise prescription and exercise toolbox really is where you should have your wheelhouse at, especially based on the patient population uh, that you may see yeah. having a wide variety. It so uh, would be nice to have available to you, but then also getting more specific for specific tasks, uh, for you know, example, runners. Toolbox. 
how many times you really see them just come in and they just have a very weak baseline of strength. Based on the patient they can run 40, 50 miles in a week. That you may see having a wide variety. Add a little bit of strengthening can be a whole new world for them. Yep. It's like the idea of like converting slow twitch to fast twitch and having more of a blending, so that way they can absorb more shock over a longer period of time. That's not done with your hands. They can run when, when push comes to shove. Learning how to find yeah, what muscles to train, make them better, so that you perform world. better yep. overall. It's like um, the idea of like converting slow twitch to fast thing, twitch and having know, more of a blending, so that way they can absorb going back to the red flag therapy time, after kind of going down the rabbit hole there a little bit, folks. Sorry. Um, when push comes to shove. I think that how to find red what flag therapies make them better, so that you perform better overall. that they maybe want you to buy into. I think or a particular, thing, what did you say? Going back uh, into the red flag. Yeah, school of thought. I guess this is like somebody who prescribes to uh, Mulligan Technique is McKenzie certified. Um, when they have a certain thing that they I don't know. You could even call them like osteopractors, like whatever it might be. If they have like one school of thought and they said they're trained and they continually mention it, I guess this is and they're like citing somebody else's evidence as their own to, as to why they're giving you to buy into it. Mulligan technique is McKenzie. This is also certified. something that like. Um, Once again, like it's a it's a tool in a toolbox, and if you even your class like, training X, Y, and Z, it's like whatever the only way to do it. They have like one school of thought, and they say. I, I think one of my favorite like examples of this is there's you know, somebody else's evidence. McKenzie technique or Mulligan techniques for like treating the spine are kind of meant to downregulate pain for the average like, everyday person. Once again, like and they won't necessarily translate to doing your class deadlift, right? So like one of these way to do it techniques. I think it's in the. I think one of my favorite McKenzie method is you know. It's bird, bird dogging technique or out of back pain. Like treating the mm -hmm. spine or kind of How is that going to translate to you doing a three or four hundred, five hundred plus pound deadlift? Translate to doing right, like alternating your extremities right? so to like just get these, your low back to fire. I think it's in the uh, great, great for education at the beginning, but then what? It's bird, bird dogging out of back pain. How is that going to translate to you doing a three or four hundred, five hundred? Changes in the human body. Right, like alternating your extremities to just get your low back to fire. Maybe time to reassess. Great, great for re-education at the beginning. I like to have students who approach things from multiple angles, not just simply one school of thought. Multiple schools of thought on how to treat. It makes you a better, well-rounded clinician. Now it makes you more open to conversation instead of planting your feet in the sand and saying this is where I stand on everything. I like in all honesty, everything is constantly changing and having a wide base from multiple angles, kind of getting all the information so you can make your own opinion. So you can make, make you a better, well-rounded clinician. Yeah, and even like blending with this a little bit is probably the person who uh, shits on others' ideas because they're different from their own. This should obviously kind of lead you to believe that they're a little bit closed-minded. So, like, once again, if you are kind of stuck in a rut and, like, you're yeah, just doing things and one way with this and that you can't even embrace the possibility that somebody else may have the right way, shits on others' ideas. this is definitely a red flag. From their own. Um, through continuing education kind of and all that stuff, like, that you should always minded. believe that you're the so like least again, if you are kind of stuck wrong that you've ever been, but that you're not way. right. And that you can't even embrace so the you possibility should kind of view science as like right we way. are up to date to the most point this that we are the least wrong life. in this point of history. Um, not that we're the most right and all that stuff. Like you should always. This kind of leaves the door open for change. The least, and it'll help kind of keep you fresh. Especially as right. better evidence presents itself. 
So you should uh, kind of view science as I mean, like we are up to date to the most point that we are uh, the least wrong in this point in history. How often did you hear that Not lifting that the rounded right spine right. was an absolute atrocity yeah. to the spinal this kind of leaves you know, health overall? And now you people know, are finding that lifting with a, a, flex, a small amount of flexion into the spine is actually um, tolerable, if not I mean, more efficient, with heavier loads. But I think we've even used like the example of like overhead athletes or baseball players in the past. Like it's, it's not something that you should do to uh, lift, lift weights overhead. And now and like now it's kind of showing that like lifting weights in multiple planes and increasing the stability of the shoulder is probably what's best for the overhead athlete. Period. I think we didn't use like the whether you want to perform throwing, whether you want to perform the past, like it's split jerks, whether you want to perform whatever, lifting in multiple planes and taxing your system a different way is kind of showing what you want to do for longevity and increasing novelty, variation, etc. for the overhead athlete, period. Resilience through exposure, folks. Whether you want to perform throwing, whether you want to perform split jerks, whether you want to perform whatever. Lifting in multiple planes and taxing your system a different way is exactly trying to take another archetype that's like for longevity, uh, definitely a red flag, etc. Is probably the person that is under loading, which we have chronically across the profession. So once again, you know, let's let's extrapolate this uh, this low back example. Another archetype, meaning the person who is coming from deadlifting four five hundred pounds, squatting is probably three four five hundred pounds on their back. They have back pain. You come in the first day, and they have you do clamshells, which are exactly away from your back. Let's extrapolate this. This is this low back. This is probably an idea that they don't really know what they're doing. Meaning the person who is coming from. And I mean, it may be good for like the first session or whatever, like where you're three four five maybe getting some blood flow. You're kind of touchy, but then if that person is having the first day. You know, you do clam two to three weeks within, exactly away from your back, it's it's not going to be is, enough. This is probably an idea that they don't really know. And like, there's doing. multiple, multiple, and multiple I mean, maybe studies for like the first session or whatever, like kind of where you're maybe getting some blood flow. You're absolutely shit on us for underloading the tissues. That, you know, and that we really don't we have a good idea from therapist to therapist as to like what an adequate load is for people to like. There's multiple be exposed to to create change. Multiple studies. Especially like if you were to go back, like what? What do you think? Like maybe five, ten years. Absolutely shit on us. If you were to go to look at some of the tissues. research where ACL loading, that we really don't like, have a good idea. They would have looked at you and you would have been like, hey, one of the load this person like would five, six weeks out. For people to, uh, to be I really don't even know where the line in the sand is. I, I think a lot of us like if you were to go figured back, out that what, protocols were five, ten years. full of crap. To go to look at some of the research where ACL loading. Damn, here's another one. The protocol therapist would have been like, hey. All right, so the sticks to every single week. The person who is going through your post-op or even using like a dry needling protocol or whatever, like this is kind of similar to the method person who like protocol therapist. They're not embracing their own thoughts. They're not treating you as an individual. Every single week, the person who is following the guidelines of your post-op, some random using like a dry needling arbitrary protocol. Doing or good. Whatever. Yeah, like, thanks, Tim. This is kind of similar. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I, I think that those protocols were actually developed by athletic trainers. You are just post off ACL with Peter Cuff. Yep. I know some of them are athletic trainer based, and then some of them are also surgeon based. Doing good. Neither of which treat them long term. Yeah, these people are yeah, seeing them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like I, I think those hindsight, protocols were actually you might get like a five-minute session at a six-week follow-up, three-month follow-up, 
I know and then again, the maybe at six months. Any of my we're on this topic, uh, which guys, the reason that you're modified yeah, weight bearing or non weight bearing or partial weight bearing or whatever the precaution might be for four to six weeks is because that's accepted as a soft tissue healing time frame and it has nothing to do with how much weight you can actually bear. But the catch 22 to this is that you need the stress of weight to create the soft tissue healing. Or non-weight bearing, or partial weight bearing, or yeah. whatever the precaution might be. There's no thing we could dive into our protocols on a whole other episode if we really wanted frame. to. But and it has nothing yeah, to do just with just going back to how much you can actually bear. Yeah, the therapist moves the catch to this is that you need the stress of weight you know, you to create have that open discussion if available with the surgeon about why maybe you want to make those progressions or early advances in the protocol if warranted. So I mean, there's a few different things to kind of think into this. Just that, like, maybe I have someone who. I mean, we're basically just pedaling our wheels when they could be doing something way more beneficial at the time frame of which they have with the therapist. Why maybe you want to make those progressions or early I have a gentleman right now who's absolutely killing it on his shoulder rehab. And I mean, there's a few different things advanced to the next phase of rehab, but because it says no advancing without surgical or basically just or surgeon when I, I guess approval, I've been more calling the surgeon which they have probably two or three times last uh, week, and I haven't even gotten a phone call back. So I, mean, I have a gentleman like right now who's like, no, I'm just my wheels. Shoulder rehab. When he could be advancing, we're just wasting time. The next phase rehab, but because it says no advancing without surgical. Yeah, that's a weird one, especially if the person has good tissue quality, because you can send them back and they can look great, and that person may or may not be mad that you did it. It's very annoying when you're you're being held up. When he could be advanced by the fact that time. someone won't return a phone call. So, yeah, uh, that's I mean, a weird one. You're busy, but at the end of the day, we're all busy. Good tissue I mean, quality because you can send them back and they can look great. Do and that better person there may not be mad that you did it. The team. But, I'm trying to think. Yeah. How about the PT Very that has way too many letters behind their name? <laughs> I mean, like, I plus. Plus, like five or six certifications that, like, most of this, like, huge scholastic background, but also have missed out on years of clinical experience yeah. and not progressed themselves How as an actual the clinician. Way too many letters behind yeah. their name. Instead of actually spending time in the clinic, they're just a book jockey. I mean, like, plus, uh, yes, yeah. plus, like, five or six certifications. Yeah, I feel like when all that, you want like, is just more this, letters like, behind your name, huge scholastic background, career. also, I think sometimes when people have kind of get missed out on years of clinical of, experience many letters behind yeah, my and name. not progress themselves as an actual uh, clinician. Just to advance my credibility, I mean, you gotta look at things that actually when I'm in the clinic, they're just a book jockey. Well, I think there's like a numerate of problems with that one. Yeah. One, you have less time in the clinic. Two, you have less time practicing what you preach like from especially like a sports medicine perspective because if, I mean, if, if they're not in the clinic and they're at various courses studying all the time, you know, putting in 50, 60 hour weeks, they're also not working out. They're not doing any of this other stuff. So, well, I think there's like a numerate of problems with that. I mean, that kind of blends itself with like getting the two, you have less time like practicing what they preach. From yeah. especially so it's like, like once again, if you're not actually getting experience in the situation, in the like you're you're probably there. not qualified to treat that at various that patient population. All the time. You know, you know like how many people are trying to like treat CrossFitters or powerlifters or lifters, and they have no idea about not the programming that comes with it. What the actual breakdown is? 
I think that's, I mean, that, that kind of blends itself with like getting the therapist that doesn't like practice what they preach. Yeah, people who will claim so to be like, once again, if you're not who, uh, actually getting experience in the situation, like, that type of patient population not qualified to treat reality, that, doesn't understand that the programming that goes into that, doesn't understand you know, like the rate of loading, to, like, doesn't understand the progression of like or like maybe even like what ranges to maybe modify into. But yet they'll sit there and make these changes to your therapy program. And tell right. you it's going to be okay, but yeah, you consistently have problems. Kind of arbitrarily. I mean, I, I've been involved in this like in a multitude of reasons. I uh, used to practice at a place where I was like an actual throwing therapist, like treating a bunch of baseball players, and the actual throwing therapist hadn't played baseball past, I don't know, 10 years old. So they had no idea of the demands of the season, the actual throwing motion, the mechanics involved. And they were treating like, like it's be okay, but yeah, college, minor league, even pro I level baseball I mean, players I've been involved in this, with like, no appreciation for the demands of the actual act. Uh, I used to practice at a place where I was like an actual throwing Or like where the like, breakdown like, occurs, the actual soreness in the actual the throwing that involved. It was just hadn't played baseball past, I don't know, I will, 10 years I will old. People's so they had no idea of the demands of the season, the actual throwing motion, the mechanics involved. And they were treating like sixth grade, sixth, seventh grade, college, um, minor league, even pro baseball level baseball, baseball players, track. Um, with no appreciation for the demands like of the act. I have a good background in throwing, but I'm not going to claim to be an expert in throwing mechanics. Or like where the breakdown um, occurs, the actual soreness. Yeah, I, I think there's involved, there's a point to admitting some of this stuff disconnect. too. Yeah. And like I have no trouble, you know, whenever somebody comes in and they like have reached a plateau, and I'm like, well, maybe I'm not the person for you, and like you can go talk to X, Y, and Z. They have a much better understanding, and that's that's fine to check the ego. Uh, but I'm not going to milk them for visits and money. I will. I will assess. If I'm going to do a throwing program with someone, or if I'm going to be doing a particular like assessment on their throwing mechanics, I'm going to look at what maybe we can change in the moment. Like volume-wise, I'll look at the program-wise and see what we can kind of reduce. Make those changes. Like, I think I have a good um, background in throwing, but I'm not a good baseball player right now. We've actually done a little bit of throwing, um, we've been making progress. Yeah, I, th I think um, there's, I've been there's a point to admitting some of this uh, stuff too. Yeah, is actual like, baseball no coaches on monitoring. You know, whenever somebody comes in and they like have a plateau, and I'm like, well, maybe I'm not. Uh, it's been a good little tandem. Like I've kind of developed a little bit more. I guess insight from the the throwing coaches, the ones they've been seeing, what I've been seeing. Yeah. Um, and actually, they've, they've been able to progress back to pitching multiple games a week, which has been fantastic, with adequate rest times that we're going to allow to change. But I think when you are going to sit there and tell someone who has way more experience in a particular field how to do it, like I'm not going to tell him how to throw, but I'm going to look at where maybe he's weak at and maybe see how that correlates to it. baseball coaches. Yeah, and maybe this is even like another subset of things. The person who spends too much time going over technique in the clinic and not making the most of your time is kind of wasting their your session here. So like, if you like want to go through and like break down like running mechanics on like the alter G, or if you want to go through a throwing motion and go through a throwing program, or if you want to like look over power clean, it's like why are we spending our time doing this when none of us are actually certified to do it and have not coached anybody through this? Like just because you have a doctorate degree that somebody arbitrarily gave you, like I'm not gonna because you passed a test, grow. does not make you qualified to then give advice biomechanically to any of these people. Yeah. No matter what you might think. Yeah. 
and yeah. maybe this is even like another subset of a therapist who's never powered in their life much time going over and is all of a sudden trying to make the most of your time just kind of wasting their right claiming that they know more than like david like break down like jared amy everett like you just want to go through a throwing motion and go through a throwing program or if you want to like look over power clean it's like why are we spending our time doing this when none of us are actually certified to do it and if not coach we anybody through this the red flag like just because you have a doctor's degree that somebody arbitrarily gave you because you passed a test uh how about the catchy exercise group any of these people oh the this this single exercise fixed all my pain or this program fixed all my pain or it's just the thing that they use for the attention grabbing on that has minimal application to the, the actual activity. Right, claiming that they know more than like David. I think when people try to sell it as a one program fixes all, that is a big red flag. That drives me cool. Man, I mean, I, we could name a few people. Um, Hell, he's over those guys. Says that his program would fix anyone's red flag. Right, or if it's a gadgety, or if it's requiring you to buy something to complete the exercise. Uh, at least how about the exercise program? Right, or how you have to buy his voodoo floss. The same thing with like the Nizza Rotos guy where he sells the blocks and like for the attention grabbing. All of all of that type of stuff. It's kind of social media apps. It's in the program. Oh, this program fixed all my things. They're kind of mimics with like the program people. The attention grabbing. On like social or even media, just like here. you know the the attention grabbers on that on the internet. More application to the yeah. the actual activity. Mm. The one size fits all, man. That is no bueno. People try to sell it as one program. One fits size all. does not fit all. Big big that right now, that's why we have the whole process um, of individualization. Um, I mean, I think individualization um, and um, specificity for creating a plan of care. Right, or if it's a gadgety, or if it's requiring you to buy something. The therapist who uses jargon or large words to confuse a patient into making the problem seem more complex than it is. guy where he sells the blocks and like. Well, this guy's a problem or this girl's a problem from a number of reasons is they create complexity in order to get you to stay for more visits to make you think that your problem is something that it's not like you know the the attention grabbers on and then they use large words to basically create confusion and once again try to draw reliance on themselves rather than providing a solution or a path out so they make you think they're so smart that they have the only way out um, when in fact, individualization. they may and, not uh, even understand the problem as the base itself. Or, yeah, creating a never really plan of any care. kind of conclusion on what may necessarily uh, be going on. Oh, that is Or sick. maybe our. Gotta go Honestly, I hate it when people don't necessarily relay to the layman um, what necessarily is happening. Um, that's actually why I like to talk to my students about presenting in a way that everyone understands as opposed to confusing the absolute daylights out of a patient and thinking that it is something absolutely horrible that is going on uh, with these big fancy words that we use. And I think sometimes, oh man, uh, the message gets lost in the big fancy words and then I got one. panic sets in and then there is no hope. The uh, um, therapist who uses too much jargon. A little bit more relay to <laughs> the folks. Or the person who can't explain. Progress. A complex concept with understandable five cent words, and they choose to use five dollar yep, words. 100. 
just pisses me off when you sit there These and try guys to be smart. Yeah, and have to repeat all that. Yes, you can present this that. if you were in the right, right audience in those kind of came by. And that's fine, but well, you're not going to present it academically. So somebody who's not an academic therapist who uses exactly. like you have Jargon to make it pretty black and white for them. And I mean, there are shades of gray with this, but also explain that problem seem more I mean, than it is. You know, making a problem simple doesn't necessarily this mean problem, that or this girl's a it's going to be an easy way out. Reasons is they create complexity in order yeah. to get you to stay for more visits. Uh, that your problem is we're kind of digging here. Um, how about the therapist that says you have to do your exercises every day, multiple times a day? Otherwise, no progress will be made. Yeah, big, 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 big red flag. As you're violating the basic physiology of exercise uh, and strength and conditioning on the recovery curve here. And by the way, if you can do this stuff two to three times a day, it's not intense enough. So, like, if you don't go and leave physical therapy and you're not sore, then it, there's, a, there's an inherent problem here. You're not making any type of finite changes. You're not changing the tissue. You're not changing your position. You're not changing your nervous system. You're doing nothing to improve yourself, and you're kind of spinning your wheels and getting weaker in the process because you're removing yourself from your goal for a further period of time. I, mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that soreness yeah. is like the one key indicator to change. Off, but at the same time, in the big it does promote work. the fact yeah. that there was and then there is no hope done. unless you're um, um, Yes, soreness might not be the right word, but you definitely need to feel systemic fatigue. Yeah, a rate of change. What is what is your understanding? I guess perceived rate of improvement. What is your symptom? What is your perceived Progress. Me off. That I think is like whatever is your goal. I guess if you want to be less sore with exercise, cool. You're less sore. You present this. Less pain with exercise. Cool. You have less pain. That's fine. Regardless. Well, you're not. Maybe on the other side of this too is the guy who overloads people and is having you do like you have 12, 15 different exercises for them. And I mean, there are shades of gray with but also explain that. You know, any any cuts to the the list of volume. Ten parts to an HEP. So then you're spending. Necessarily mean that. I don't know. It's going to be an easy two hours out. rolling through PT exercises. Like that's not sustainable. Yeah. No. I mean, your ATP program. Uh, we're kind of digging here. Um, two hours long. How about the therapist that says you have to do your exercises yeah, right. every day? All right, guys. We might Come be uh, taking you to the bar to get another Otherwise, drink here no in a second. Will be made. Yeah. Big, 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 big red flag. Uh, as you're violating the basic physiology of exercise. Uh, and strength and conditioning on the recovery on here. curve here. They've and by the way, if you can do this stuff, two to three times a day. You know, in the depths of the old brain it's here. It's not intense enough. Who else don't depths I like? Of the old so, like, brain. if you don't go and leave oh, uh, physical about, therapy, uh, and you? you're not sore, He's then Cairo. It, there's an inherent problem. Did you really? I thought it was PT. Yeah. Yeah, you're not making Cairo. any type of finite changes. You're not yeah. changing the tissue. You're not changing your position. Huh. You're not changing so your nervous system. You're doing nothing to improve yourself, and you're kind of wow. spinning your wheels Did not know that. and getting weaker in the process because uh, you're maybe like the obvious for a further period of time. <laughs> just does not give a flying crap <laughs> about what goes on in the day. Yeah, this one might be the most obvious out of all of them. Time. Me, no, I'm just kidding. Not for now. I have dire and passionate my patients. Yes, soreness might not be the right word. Yeah. But you definitely need to feel systemic. Assuming fatigue. I have enough caffeine in my yeah. system. You know, but yeah, kind of disguises like obviously always double booked and 
Yeah, it doesn't really have any like time to themselves. What is just, your symptom? What is your it's, it's obvious when you see it because they just can't wait for you to like, whatever get off of the table, and they're always constantly cool. looking at computers and are constantly reminded of numbers um, by their upper management. Regardless. And maybe on the other side of this too is the yeah, there's overloads people. Well, five fact twelve there, but ten twelve might be the most obvious out of all of them. The spot not making you know any any cuts to the to the list of volume. Ten parts to HEP. So then you're. Yeah, I mean, it's much more of like a system problem than it is like a personal problem. Through yeah. PTX it just might mean that you're in the wrong spot. Period. No, it's your ATP program. Very true. Uh, two hours. Covered it from like an in-person perspective. I mean, the social media aspects a completely different thing. Yeah. I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's something further to talk about in the future. Yeah. You go in the depths of the old brain here. Well, Who else don't I like? Of the old brain. enjoyed today's discussion. Who are you? We will see you guys in the next episode. He's a Cairo. See you soon. Bye bye. burnout therapist <laughs> this does not give a flying crap about what goes on in the day yeah this one might be the most obvious out of all of them me no i'm just kidding i'm not burnout i have dire and passion in my patients who get good on a daily basis assuming i have enough caffeine in my system but yeah i don't know this guy's just like obviously always double booked and you know doesn't really have any like time to themselves and it's just I don't know. It's just it's obvious when you see it because they just can't wait for you to get off of the table, and they're always constantly looking at computers and are constantly reminded of numbers by their upper management. Yeah, there's well, five facts twirl there, but this this person is might be the most obvious out of all of them to spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's much more of like a system problem than it is like a personal problem. Yeah. And it just might mean that you're in the wrong spot, period. Very true. Uh, I can't think of anything else to talk about on the Red Flag Therapist. I don't know. Maybe covered it from like an in-person perspective. I mean, the social media aspect's a completely different thing. Yeah. That's I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but... Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's something further to talk about in the future. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, I guess in the meantime, we hope you guys enjoyed today's discussion from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, we will see you guys in the next episode. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.